This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Welcome to Move Your Mind. My name's Nick Brax, and this is a podcast where we have real conversations with real people and give real advice. Are you at your wit's end, feeling like you're trapped on a perpetual hamster wheel of chaos and confusion? The good news is change is possible. In fact, it's probable when you decide to choose yourself first and step into the life that's waiting for you. We all have our own story, and although different, we're actually more alike than we give ourselves credit for. All of us have experienced pain, and most of us have had some form of trauma in our lives. Feeling unheard for most of her life, Patricia courageously shares her story of how she was able to navigate a life of mental abandonment, abuse and trauma, and ultimately find her power and worth in order to create a new story. Thank you for supporting Move Your Mind. If you'd like to learn more, you can go to moveyourmind.me or purchase the Move Your Mind book at nickbrax.com slash book. Patricia, thank you so much for making the time to, to talk to me. I've been coordinating this with you while I was in New York. I was just saying to you before we started that it's been very confusing because I'm back in the future right now in Australia and my calendar's all over the place because it's got slots of time booked while I was over there. But anyway, I'm glad we get to do this. And yeah, thank you again uh, for making the time. Oh, no worries. I thanks for the opportunity. It's always fun to like figure out, okay, so it's three o'clock here, it's 10 o'clock there. And it's like, now what time is it? Just to make sure I don't uh, mess up. But apparently I'm in the uh, past right now for you. So it's all good. <laughs> You're in the past. And, and yeah, exactly. So it's all good. And I've been sort of living two lives for the last three years between America and here. And sometimes it's in the past, sometimes the future, a lot of the time both and coordinating. So anyway, that's a whole nother story. And I probably need exactly. help with my mental health for coordinating all of that because you're living double lives. But um, anyway, we all need a little help with that, I think, no matter what. <laughs> I think we all need help. So hopefully, hopefully you can tell me how, how, I, how we can all get help. I need help. I'm sure Absolutely. everyone does. Um, <laughs> everybody does. You know, it's so interesting. It's, I mean, we kind of giggle about that a bit, right? But in reality, we all need mind fitness all the time. We're yep. constantly. Yep you know, you know, fitting our body and, and working out and, 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 you know, walking and all this, but we kind of forget to take care of this and this mm -hmm. actually works everything else. So it's yes. really vital to really have the mind fitness that, you know, to, to have the best life you can possibly have. And, you know, and it's it, interesting, you know, we all, learn these things through different stages of our lives, right? We don't just get, you know, I wish we could just have be born and everything just worked out perfectly, but everybody has stories. And sometimes they think that they, they can't ever change because their story is too traumatic or their story is too much, or it's just way too hard to change. But I just here to tell anybody that if you're willing and wanting and willing to take, do a little work, it's worth every bit of it so you know doing that extra change so 
Absolutely. And no, it's so true. And, you know, stories are so interesting because we tell ourselves all of these different stories, often negative ones that get implanted there, but we can also change that with a positive story. And in the same way, we can, you know, we can really feed ourselves um, positive thinking to, to help us with whatever path we're going on. And we just, like you said, we're not taught this mental fitness. We're taught physical fitness. We're taught so many other things. And the thing I'm always baffled by is how on earth are we, I mean, it's getting a little bit better, but why the hell are we not taught this in school? Why is this not a core part of curriculum? Why is this not the most important thing that we're, in the whole world that we're taught? I couldn't agree with you more. I mean, honestly, I wish I, if I had known in school, to, you know, to be taught, like just, you know, if not only just being taught mental fitness or mind fitness, but just being taught that it's okay to be vulnerable in a lot of ways, because it's the problem is that when you're young and your kids are so many, you're, you're, there's so many peers around you and they're, you're comparing yourself to everything and you're growing and you're, you're learning what you live which is also very difficult at times too, right? You know, you have to, you're learning what you live as you grow up, but you're right. If this had been just a subject or even an elective in school, <laughs> even in high school, it would be beneficial yeah. because it's, there's so much trauma that we, that we have as, as children, because we, everybody has some kind of trauma. They're all they're you know, they're all going to some kind of therapist, you know, or, should be or their best girlfriend or their best person to, to talk to because they need to talk it out, you might say. But if we just had that as an elective, we could actually learn to really, um, you know, work the, you know, work, learn how our bodies work, learn how our minds works. And so we can have a better future, you might say. And it's something that's so vitally important um, that I wish we could have done it in school. So maybe that's something we need to work on. Okay, Nick? Well, that's my mission. So why don't we team up and let's let's combine resources and just make, rewire the whole schooling system. Let's I think that's it. a brilliant idea, actually. I think it's a brilliant idea because, you know, uh, we wouldn't have so much mental fatigue and mental illness and mental thing if we could, you know, line a lot of this stuff up when we we're younger. Um, as I mentioned before, mm -hmm. we learn what we live, Right. And it's just like my story. I my I come from an alcoholic mom and a father that was pretty much mentally abandoned uh, me. So I kind of grew up on my own. And so there was no inspiration, no encouragement, no anything. And so when you hit the teenage years and your young adult years, you're like, where do I go? I don't I don't have the tools. So the the kids kids and young adults need to be taught the tools. So at least they have something in their tool belt when they get to their twenties and something comes up. You can go, oh, that's how I can maybe learn not to think that way. Or these people aren't worried about me. You know, I just need to worry about mm -hmm. myself and love who I am and not compare myself to everybody. So we need those tools. Otherwise, you you have mental breakdowns. You have uh, you have physical breakdowns sometimes. You have different types of mental, um, what, you know, breakdowns, I guess, or people just go through these traumas or depression. And I'm not saying that there's obviously some uh, depressions and some things that are chemical, but a lot of times they're within ourselves. And if we could have the tools to learn that, because I wish I would have had those because it took me till I was um, almost 57 years of age to actually, when I was broke and broken, to actually make a change because you know, you're on that hamster wheel, right? 
of mm -hmm. life and you just don't know how to get off of it, especially these days with social media and everything. And so you just keep repeating and repeating the same things. And what happens when you repeat the same thing over and over, you get the same result. So it's absolutely. Learning. Yeah. So it's learning that have those tools uh, to move forward. And so I, I really, and I, and I talk about this again with you, Nick, because I totally agree with you. I wish I would have had those tools when I was growing up because it probably would have, you know, it's, it's twofold. It might've saved me from a lot of heartache, but on the other side of it, I've also learned a lot from it. So I don't want to let that story be, you know, a bad thing. That story now is who I am and now how I teach other people to be more confident and more having more self-worth and building their own self-esteem so that they can be confident and moving forward in their lives. There's so much in what you just said there. And um, I, yeah, with every part of it, I, I agree. And I think there's so many interesting points in the fact, like, like what you said, even when we sort of reflect on it we could think oh my god and i've thought about that same thing i'm and i'm still very much on the journey and got so much that i need to keep working on uh uh but you know you look back and you think if only i knew this you know 10 years ago 20 years ago 30 years ago imagine where i could be now and how things could have changed but i think we're sort of a sum of all of the experiences and some of these negative experiences that we have lead to the positive you know the path that we're on we we wouldn't end up on that path yeah. if that didn't happen so it's, so I think it's important to, I mean, obviously not to seek out those negative experiences, but to be accepting of them, but then mm -hmm. also not be stuck in them and try and look at how can I move from here to then move forward to, to find that healthier path and use this on the journey. But I think, you know, regret is something that we should try and not live in because we can't change the past and everything happens for a reason. But what we should always be thinking is how do we, how do we move forward? And, you know, the tools you're talking about is just, such a critical thing. Um, it's why I'm doing what I do with Move Your Mind. And because I, I mean, I've seen so many um, therapists, psychologists, psychiatrists, and it's all important. But for me, it's really been like, but what can I practically do? I've got a good understanding of this stuff now, but I don't know what to do, you know, on a day to day basis. That was what I was struggling with. Um, and then I had to learn through trial and error. And that's why I want to interview, you know, people like yourself to learn from so many people what are, what are the things we can do how can we how can we learn to to you know make these changes in day-to-day -day life to, to help ourselves how can we empower ourselves yeah and you know here's the thing though I, i'm going to agree with what you said because uh we do have to learn from the negatives because without mm. negatives we 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 don't learn because you you gotta it's like you, you you have black, you got to have white. If you have good, you have bad. You got to have something to compare it to a lot of times. So if everything was the same, then it'd be uncomparable. So we couldn't see what the future could be or what we could possibly be. But one thing I will tell you, the journey never ends. The journey never ends. The growth never ends. In fact, if I, if, if the growth and the journey of my mind expanding and growing, um, then that's probably the last day I'm here on this earth. I won't make it to the future because to me, that's what makes us move forward is growing and learning and making. And because that's what makes your mind grow because you're constantly, when you're constantly learning, then your, your, your brain waves are constantly cre recreating and learning new things because that's critically important also. So it really is important to remember what the past is. Don't, don't dwell on the past. Learn to forgive the past. Learn to forgive yourself. 
so that you can move forward in the present and in, in the future and just learning from the lessons. And even if you make those mistakes uh, again, it's okay. Maybe it was just something slightly different. I always like to, to look at things mm. as, okay, it's pivoting and shifting somehow. So somehow, okay, I didn't quite learn my lessons that time. I did this similar thing. I did tweak it a bit, but maybe not enough, you know, and then it's just continually growing to make whatever that is better. I mean, every day I'm constantly looking at myself and going, okay, what can I acknowledge today? What can I acknowledge? Did I do anything? Did I, was I judgmental? Was I, did I have a different, a bad tone with people? You know, you have to acknowledge those things in order to grow in the future. So I find that for a lot of people and maybe a lot of your listeners is you have to stop and pause first. And when you can stop and pause and get off that hamster wheel and get off the monkey, you know, monkey chatter, that's when you can start to really listen to you within. And that's when you start the growth as far as mentally and physically. Um, but without doing that, you're just constantly on this hamster wheel. And that's why you find so many people go, I just don't have time. I can't do it. I have too much going on. They absolutely have to prioritize that and even find, I tell clients of mine, you know, take two minutes, go to the bathroom, close the door, do whatever you can just to get out of the chatter. So instead of hearing mm -hmm. everything else, you can listen to who you are. And so you can focus. And that's what moves us forward. And that's what keeps us growing. And I still do that to this day. I even say to myself also, did I do something that I need to forgive myself for? Did I did something? Yeah. Did I did I do something to Nick that I need to forgive myself for? You know, anything. I like to look at things daily to see how I can be better and 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 change. And you know, and then I also think about the mindset. Was my mindset positive today? Or did I have some kind of a negative flare? And if I did, why? What what triggered that? So it's really learning and being honest with who you are. And, and, and not trying to say, oh, I don't do anything wrong. I'm good. Everything's fine. That was, that was not a problem. We have to learn to say, you know what? You, may, you might have, could have been a little bit better at that. You know, maybe you could have been a little bit nicer. So you really have to own the, your truth. You have to own your truth in order to move forward in this world. Well, we're all human. We're all vulnerable. We're all going to make mistakes forever. You know, that's like, and if you if you're in denial of that, you're in denial of your humanity. So it's it's a, a good thing, a beautiful thing about humanity. But uh, the, and what you're saying there, I think, so so important and so relevant for this, more relevant than ever in this day and age. With you know, we're we're sort of taught and conditioned that it's about just getting to this point and then we'll be okay and acquiring this. And it's it's just the most. And I I, I battle with that daily. I, I'm trying to remind myself to go back to hang on what are my values what are the things that I want to do daily that make me feel good and you know in, when I got into acting that's what I learned I got taught this isn't about an end goal it's about just creating and doing that forever it's not about competing or achieving or anything and that's why I enjoy that pursuit so much because it's this personal creative pursuit where you're not thinking about any of these end goals and that's when you feel so at peace and fulfilled and it's just a horrible feeling when you're feeling like all this conditional thinking and I need to reach this to be okay. And I need to compete with this person or do this. And like you said, that's when you, you get so full in your day that you don't have any time to just think about your needs. And it's like, well, if we can't enjoy the daily process or do things 
that make us feel good and live in line with ourselves, then what's the point? Because that's all we ever have. Exactly. We have to really stop and think, am I being happy within? Am I mm. happy? And and you can't fake it. You can't like, oh, I'm happy. You have to really go deep into it. It's kind of like when people say, oh, I'm so grateful. I actually call people out on that. I'm like, but are you really grateful? Are you just using the word? Because now that's a very common word now. I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful for that. I'm so blessed. But are you like really? toxic positivity almost. Yeah, exactly. You know, and, you know, that's fine. But are you grateful for the that you actually have a roof over your head right now? Are you grateful that you have food to eat? Because somebody else probably doesn't ha have that. Do you, are you happy and you get to go to work? Because how many people say, oh, I have to go to work? Oh, I have to do this. Mm. I got to do this. And really, in reality, it's like, I get to go to work. I get to do these yeah. things because so many other people don't get to. And what you mentioned earlier about um, is not never having an end game. It's like people who say, as mm. soon as I buy that um, 2022 <laughs> Lexus, I am going to be so happy. And then you get that 2022 <laughs> Lexus and you're like, you're happy for a week, maybe two weeks, you know, even, you know, but then it's like, well, what's next? You know, what's next? And that is just, you know, that's not happiness. That's, you know, that's just, you know. It's a drug, that, basically. You know, it's another form of, it's a version of cocaine, really, a healthier version exactly. of cocaine. Exactly. It's an addiction. It's an addiction to yeah. um, to to material things. And, and I'm you know, trust me, I have no problem with material things, okay? That's fine. But it's like the comforts, if you want the comforts, is fine. But does it really make you happy? Now, Having a Lexus, maybe a sports car makes you happy and this and that, but you have to have every toy in the book. Because sometimes I, I um, when I was in real estate, I used to go to people's houses and I would see all these toys and nobody had played or done anything with these toys for years, you could tell, but they had everything that the newest form of toy that they could possibly have. And I would ask them about them like, yeah, I really wanted that. And gosh, now I haven't used it for five years. So, you know, it's so interesting how people think and if they can just stop and say, why do I think that way? Why do I need that to make me happy? Or does it really mm. make me happy? And that's why the stepping off the hamster wheel is critical in order to get to know who you are. Because sometimes you find out like, well, I would like to have that, but that's not going to, that's not going to make me happy necessarily, you know? And, yeah. and, and then just finding out what does, you know, does just being safe make you happy? Does being just financially secure make you happy? And most people want to be financially secure and, and feel safe. And that makes that that may be all they need. Um, but it, when you go into yourself, um, that's where it becomes liberating. And I think yeah. that that's what's important for people to understand that because, you know, you hear everybody talk about all oh, self-love and, you know, you got to love yourself and all that stuff. And, you know, there's a lot of cliches out there which is true, but you want to do it be for the, all the right reasons. You want to do it because you want to enjoy your life better. You want to feel, I like to say, when I go to bed at night, I want to just feel at peace. Mm -hmm. I want to feel peaceful. That's what makes me happy. So when I go to bed and I've gone through all my little list of, you know, what I do good, bad or whatever, and what can I improve on? And then I go to sleep and I'm like, I did the best I could do today. Tomorrow, we'll try it another, you know, have another day and you move forward into certain things you want to do. But that for, I think most yes. people, and a lot of the clients, they really just want to feel peace within. That's happiness. And 
Thank you so much for supporting Move Your Mind. We're expanding the offerings of the organization and we're tailoring everything we do to suit you guys and to try and answer to all of your needs and the questions that you send in. The book is available globally. You can find all of the links at nickbrax.com book. And we've just released the Move Your Mind community. We've currently got a men's community group, a women's community group, a general group. We're going to be lo- loading up other groups and you can find all of the links at moveyourmind.me. This group's been created based on the needs of what we've heard and learnt throughout running Move Your Mind. And we have live events, we've got courses, we've got huge amounts of value, the ability to share information, share ideas, work in groups together to, to grow and share your learnings, to learn about different topics. You get email reminders. There's a whole lot of features in there. We're constantly updating it. And we're so excited to share it with you. You can find all of the information about it at moveyourmind.me. Exactly. That's what happiness is. And why wouldn't you want to feel that? It's just that it's not no one's fault. It's like everything you said, you know, we haven't been taught how to do this. The things we've actually been taught are things that are counterproductive to doing that. They're things that, you know, we don't need or don't feel like we need. And on the other flip side, because of, um, Again, the world we live in with social media, mass media consumption, et cetera, it's sort of like, okay, maybe maybe being at peace or being a mindfulness teacher or doing this can be the next thing I can use to try and justify myself. And I'm going to, you know, spruik to the world that I'm doing this thing when you're not actually living those values or you don't actually care about it. It's about, you know, it's that, like you said, that toxic positivity thing of, no, I'm just, I'm, I'm telling myself I'm okay. I'm doing all these things when you're actually not. So it's really finding that internally within yourself and taking the time to, to pause. And, and I think that's why people are scared to do it because it's, it is scary if you haven't done it to be alone with your thoughts and really acknowledge <laughs> that stuff. And we need to acknowledge, yes, it will be scary. Yes. But it's so important to do it. We need to do it. You yes. can't, you know, like, it's just you can't grow if you don't have time I, I do the opposite I'm like I get paranoid if I've got too many things filling up my week because I need that time alone to just process things and think hang on am I happy with what I'm doing here do I want to yeah. change this do I want to change that you know so and and I, I was talking to a friend yesterday actually Th- this week I've got a lot of sort of social things on and I was saying I'm like I don't even know how I'm going to get through this week with all these things, how the hell do people get through life when they're filling up every waking second with things? And like, I'd go crazy. I don't know how they do it. Well, they're distracting themselves. Most Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. People fill their calendars up and fill and fill and they go and see their friends because if there's ever a chance that there might be alone with themselves, they wouldn't know, they don't know what to do. And it's, it is, is difficult. You know, you're, you're on the journey, but for people who are starting the journey, because that's where it's, it's the hardest. And I've been there. I get it because I filled up my life with anything that I could possibly avoid 
have avoidance of actually having to speak to myself and, and, and because I was scared what I might find out, you know, mm. and because I'm, I, I was scared that I was going to find out that I was human, <laughs> you know, that I was flawed because we all want to perceive ourselves as not negative or that we're not flawed, even though, even though intellectually we know we are, but emotionally we don't want to, we don't want to believe it. It's like it's like that's why people say, "Oh, I, 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 I wouldn't do that. I couldn't do that." And your your friends looking at you like, "You just did it," you know. And, and so we don't have our own consciousness of our own self to be able to stop and 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 feel it. But when you do, and you know, you don't have to do it like I did. I I actually one day once one night I said, "I I, I have to make a change." I have to make a change. I just can't do this any longer. I couldn't be on that hamster wheel any longer. And for me, it was I, and I didn't have the self-esteem, nor did I have the self-worth. I mean, a lot of that plays into that. So I knew I had to build back my own personal confidence. And that started with um, realizing and, and being able to say out loud that I'm flawed. I've made mistakes. I got, I'm in mm -hmm. debt, $140,000, you know? You have to accept it instead of, you know, taking those envelopes and pushing them on the side and under the bed. You have to accept the negatives. And then it's pretty soon, though, once you let it out, it's like when you have a secret and you let it out. Finally, it's like, yeah. oh, wow, does that feel good? Same thing when you do it with yourself. And it, what the beauty is of it is you can do it with only yourself and nobody has to even be around to listen to you, you know. Yeah. But if you can do yeah. it on your own and just feel it. And you, you, you're going to cry. You're going to be pissed off at yourself. You're going to be mad that, you know, I can't believe I was like that, that I was judgmental, that I got myself in debt, that I've been divorced twice, you know, that, you know, I, I, I'm failing at relationships. You have to, you have to feel it and be, get in your own truth to realize maybe I played a part in some of this. And when yeah. you finally acknowledge that, you're like, wow, okay. Now I played a part. That means I've got to play a part, get myself out of it. And there's it, such it, a liberation it, in that. It's a liberation. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And and then it keeps on going because pretty soon it's almost like you once you start something, it's like any kind of addiction in some ways. You want to keep liberating yourself. <clears throat> you want to keep growing. You want to keep like, wow, that felt really good. How can I get my mind even better? So I really practiced um building my own self up and celebrating myself for the also the good things that I do and did because yeah. you also have to celebrate those two you have to, to bring up your own confidence because the more you can bring your your confidence up to a level that's when you can feel like you can step out just out of that comfort zone comfort zone just a little bit more because it's getting that yourself out of that comfort zone that uh is hard sometimes because people are like ooh I don't want to know. I don't want to do that. That that might feel funny, but they again intellectually they know they should. But that safety of that comfort zone, even though it's negative, and a hamster wheel, it's just I think I'll just go back to that hamster wheel. You know, I don't have to move anything around. But you know, so I just want people to know that it's okay to feel that way. It's okay to feel that way, you know. But start someplace and 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 so that you can move forward because on the other side of that that zone is a beautiful place and it keeps growing and gets better and better. And you feel so much more peaceful and, uh, and you start enjoying life is what you should be doing because too, too many people are letting, or, uh, 
letting life live them and they're not living life you know they're letting life live them and life short if you think if you actually sit there and think about you know how the the length of time we have it seems crazy to spend all of this time doing things we don't want to do beating ourselves up you know telling ourselves we can't do things preventing ourselves from being honest and doing what we want to do because we do have a short amount of time here so why not use it you know for what we want even if that is scary and and we, like you're saying we get so even when things are so painful for us that becomes the comfort zone and we're so desperately seeking that comfort that we stay in those bad patterns but i think like what you were saying really for me what what came to mind is the just being brutally honest is really one of the most important things brutally honest with yourself about okay yeah. what do i really want okay i'm going to be brutally honest that i've got to acknowledge that and i've got to pursue it uh what am i doing badly what are my flaws let's be really honest about that and admit okay you know what i fucked up with this thing or i'm struggling <laughs> with this or whatever it is and but when you do that it is like what you said before when you acknowledge it or even say it to other people it's so liberating it's like oh I don't have to feel shame and guilt anymore about all these things that I've been yeah. told or made to feel like I should. Who gives a shit? You know, yes. I'm admitting it. No one can have a go at you. And that's when I first got into public speaking, that was a technique I used because I was so shy. I had no self-esteem and I'd be standing on stage trembling. Uh -huh. Sometimes couldn't get the words out. And I would just say it at the beginning. I'd say, look, I apologize, you know, and make a joke about it. Be self-deprecating. I apologize if you can't understand what I'm saying. I'm terrified right now. I'm going to do my best. Just bear with me. And as soon as you say that, you sort of, you know, you know the, you've let go of everything and you're like, it doesn't matter now. It's like, it's okay. I've given myself permission to go and do it. Exactly. You re you released yourself from all that pain that you're, yeah, you're holding yeah. on to that, you know, and it's one thing to have butterflies, but you're everything else. It's, I love the fact that you go up on stage and it's like, well, I'm scared shitless or something like this, you know, or, you know, so bear with me if I fumble mumble on everything else, because they then, you know what? I believe that when you release that people all of a sudden realize, wow, thank God, Nick is human. Thank God. He's a normal guy. He's actually not talking down to us. He's talking with us because I'm scared. You know what he's going to say? So I think that it really, the approach really opens up to other people too. So that they can release their pain a lot of times. Because I can't tell you how many times it's like, oh my God, I'm so glad you said that. I was thinking it, but I was I didn't say it. And so sometimes people are just waiting for that other person to to, to step up and have that maybe that extra confidence than they did. But then that turns around and it's like, gosh, you just gave me a little confidence in my own self. So, you know, it's exactly it's so important to um to to release that pain, but yet um feel that it's okay to be flawed. It's okay. We're, we're all perfectly flawed. And that's what's mm -hmm. so brilliant about being human is that we are flawed. And the other thing is we're talking about, you know, what you want to do and what you, you know, you know, when you say, okay, this, I want to do this today. I want to, I'm not good at this, but I want to move forward because this is what I want to pursue or whatever. Everybody has a unique gift. Nobody is like you. We all have different imprints. We all have different minds. Even we, even though we think we are, we, you know, everybody's doing the same thing we're doing. No, because you're saying it differently. I mean, there's mm -hmm. tons of confidence coaches. There's tons of coaches out there, but there's only me. There's only one Patricia Love, and I won't be. I won't make everybody happy, 
But, you know, there's a lot of people that I will, they'll resonate with me because they won't resonate with Tony Robbins, say. So it's you yeah. just don't know. So you have to realize that you are unique. You are special. And it actually the world is waiting for your gifts because, you know, you could change somebody's life. Whether that's I think tech. that's an incredibly yeah. important point. Yeah. 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 So Sorry, um, it's like, it's like yeah. no, no, that's okay. It's like, it's like anybody that's in tech or something like that. These all, people always think, well, that's already been invented. Yeah. But you just tweak mm -hmm. it from your own mind and now you got something brand new. So the same thing with, with um, coaching or anything in life, do what makes you happy. Do, do what, do what you love so much that you can't wait to get up in the morning. I love getting up in the morning because everything is I'm doing. I enjoy. You know, I, so I, I, it, I love that. I love it. Yeah, I love what you're saying. It's it's so so relevant and so important. And I know I'm I'm just sitting there listening, thinking, God, it's helping me hearing you say that as well. Because if like like you're saying, any we can get in our own head and think, why do this though? Because there's all these, we, and we can see the examples everywhere of all these people that are excelling in these fields. You know, doing a podcast when I was starting this, and even sometimes now I'm thinking, but there's so many podcasts out there. There's all these people having success. How am I going to compete with that when there's so much noise everywhere? But you've got to remind yourself that, no, there is room for everyone. And right. I've got my own unique message and my own unique way of doing it. And if we didn't think like that, no one would do anything. So um, right. oh, the, we got the got the cat uh, coming oh, in I'm there. Oh, I'm sorry. That's my um, producer. <laughs> that's your producer. Yes, it's a it's a, a, a very cute producer you've got there. Um, so yeah, I'd love that point. I think it's just so, so important. So yeah, yeah, thank it you really for is. yeah. Comparing ourselves to others is useless and wasteful. It, it's, it's, it's time and energy away from what you can be doing. Um, and it's, uh, I know that I, I just get so excited when I see people finally say to themselves, I can do that. I think I can do it even better. Go for it. You know, and it's like yeah. your podcast. It's like um, there's there's lots of podcasts, but they're not just you. And you bring something special to it. You bring something unique to it. Um, and that's one of the reasons that I wanted to be on your podcast, because I could see a uniqueness already. It's a 10 year anniversary of Underbrax, and we've relaunched with the classic white pair. We've also got new styles coming out super soon. We're donating a dollar from every pair to mental health, currently to one in five. You can find all of this at www.underbrax.com. Well, I appreciate that and appreciate being able to talk to you and learn about your uniqueness and all of the different <laughs> things you're, you're, you're doing. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, sorry. Um, I was just going to say we, we sort of have um, – five questions that we finish every episode up with. Sure. Um, sure. So I'll jump into, into those. Um, I mean, okay. I'd love to, there's so many, I think I could talk to you for um, <laughs> hours about, about all of this. There's just so many interesting things to delve into. We might have to do a round two. Um, Sounds good. But, I'm in. <laughs> yes, please. Um, and, and, and also talk, talk about how we can go and um, re rejig the whole schooling system. I love think to do that. Let one. me know. We'll change the world, man. We'll change the world. Exactly. Let's do it. Um, so these five questions, um, these can be whatever comes to mind, but we sort of finish every episode with them. So the okay. first one is, um, yep. The first one's what did you, what did you like most about your childhood? Oh, that's a good question. 
Actually, no, um, I, we didn't get to delve, but yeah, it sounds like you had a pretty, you had a lot of interesting one. I had what an interesting, what interesting I, one. Yeah, well, I because I grew up on my own, I have to say I really, I actually loved uh, being by myself because I was all by myself a lot um, mm -hmm. because I didn't have the, um, the, I didn't have the guidance of any parents, and they pretty much kind of said, "Hey, you know, go play with so and so, go play with so and so." So. There was a lot of freedom. And at the time, mm. I really liked that. Okay. Mm. And so mm. as I grew older, I thought, oh, that probably wasn't the best thing to have as a child is as much freedom as I did. But I remember at the time, it was like the best thing ever to have all this freedom. You know, I just had to correct it as I got older. <laughs> right. Yep. 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 Definitely. To, to, yeah, exactly. And, and from what you were saying, there was sort of some um, things you had to some difficult, you know, traumatic things you had to undo from, from your childhood as well, I right. guess, from what you were sharing. Right. Yeah. 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 Which is a process for, for all of us. That's a sort of never ending process. Yeah. It's a totally un never ending process because uh, the, what, what, what you learn in your childhood is it's what triggers you in your future and your adulthood. And you kind of wonder where it all came from. Um, but I, I mean, I had a great childhood overall. Um, but, you know, again, I it was more of the, the freedom that I had to do so many things that I wanted to do. And, and nobody really told me that I couldn't do them. So, uh, yeah, and again, yeah. as you grow older, that discipline that we, you know, children really should have is when I said to myself, I wish I'd had those tools. I wish I'd had those discipline, but I didn't figure that out till I was in my fifties. <laughs> so It was a it long process, but I had a good time in between. <laughs> That's the that's the most important thing. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, and it's all the continual process. Exactly, um, continual. What What do you think is the biggest burden on mental health in society today? I think the biggest burden is that nobody talks about it. I think that's a burden for uh, for a lot of people. Everybody talks about you know you know going out and working out and go 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 walking and do all these things, but as soon as you say something like well, my mind is not feeling as well as it should, or, you know, I feel a little off today, or I feel a little depressed. It's like, it's like people kind of step back and back up. So I think it's so important that we really make it normal and make it part of everyday life that just as, you know, like I said, mind fitness for the, for the brain, as much as mind is body fitness for the body. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's such a good point. And exactly. It needs to be seen in exactly the same light and i think because it's not a tangible thing it's quite difficult for people to understand that sometimes but it really does it needs to get to that point where there's just no difference there yeah, we know yeah, how important it yeah, is yeah the, the only thing i would say to that is that people i think that everybody does know how important it is but they're frightened to say anything because they point. know in their own mental self what the, the problems are you know, yeah. but even they are scared to say anything. So it's really normalizing it, you know, so that it's an everyday, it's not a, it's not a problem, but it's, you know, and not making it sound so scary that we can, mm -hmm. we can work it. We can't help it. You know, it's like anything, somebody can be 500 pounds or somebody can have really major depression, but overall we can help everybody. Everybody can help each other. And a lot of that is being kind and being acknowledging other people. Yeah. That's such a good, such so well said. Uh, what's your personal definition of happiness? Peace. <laughs> I think I said it before. My personal feeling of happiness is just peace, uh, being comfortable, 
doing what I want to do, but what I just going to bed at night and just feeling very peaceful um, that I did everything I possibly could along with my, my producer, you know, she makes me happy too. <laughs> producers. Yeah. Producers always make you happy. <laughs> um, yeah. But peace, that's the thing. I think we're, we're taught the wrong, um, the wrong sort of view of what happiness means. You know, it's not, it's not buying uh, that, that Mercedes or whatever, you know, acquiring all these different things. It's, it's finding that peace of mind, you know, being at peace, being able to go to bed and feel at peace. Uh, right. So two more to go here. Um, okay. What are you, what are you most afraid of? Wow. That's a good one. What am I most afraid of? You know, I will. Okay. I will say I'm not afraid of it anymore, but I was afraid of it. And it, and it, and it almost happened. I was always afraid of being a bag lady. Um, that's, that's, it sounds crazy, but I almost turned into a bag lady because my mind was always on this negative. And, and so it's like, manif it was manifesting itself where I was broke mm. and broken and had no money basically. And, and that's, I think what woke me up is like, Oh my God, I'm one step away from being a, a push in the cart. And that, that terrified me. And so it doesn't terrify me anymore so much, but that's something that did terrify me. Um, I don't, I don't get terrified as much like I did because I'm not afraid of dying. I'm not afraid of any of that. Um, but I did, I was paralyzed thinking I was going to be a bag lady. So that was what my scary point was, but I stopped it. Yeah. Not anymore. <laughs> you stopped that one. Exactly. Well, I'm still terrified of dying. I need to get better at that one. But that's scary. You need to get better at the circle of life. I want to keep living. <laughs> we all, yeah. but you probably come back in some other form, you know, at some basis. So you know, but in the meantime, you just got to enjoy the between the dashes, or enjoy the dash between the numbers. We can't control it, so we've got to enjoy what can't we control can. Control it. That's right. It's out, of, yeah. it's out of your control, and so otherwise, and it'll, I'm, I'm that'll I'm, really stifle you. Exactly, and I might come back as a cat. You never know. So you um, might. And if you come back as my cat, you'll be treated really well. <laughs> Perfect. I hope so. Let's let's pray for that. <laughs> um, so, final one. Uh, what are you most proud of? Um, I am very proud of what I've become today. I am very proud of what I've done with my life in the last twelve years, thirteen years. I'm really proud of how I'm reacting to people and how I react to myself. Um, I'm just, I'm really, I'm really proud of myself. And I, and uh, 12, 15 years ago, I, I wouldn't say that. Uh, I'm, I'm very proud of myself yeah. of how far I've come. And, 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 I love, yeah. And, yeah, and how far I've come. And uh, I don't compare myself to anybody. It was people who think I'm a little crazy. And just a quick side note. I actually live on my boat when I'm in the Seattle, Washington area that I'm reno renovating. So you're seeing me on my boat and my, you know, my cat and I live here when we're on, you know, and I'm renovating it. And everybody else would just think I'm a nutcase, crazy. And I'm like, you know, I'm happy. I'm proud of what I do. I'm proud of where I'm at. Well, I think that's the opposite of being crazy. That sounds amazing. That, that sounds incredible. And I and that area is so beautiful. So I lived. I'm. I'm in. I've been in New York at the moment, but I was living in Vancouver in um in Canada for two okay. years, and that so that that region. And I just I fell in love with it. That whole Pacific Northwest, Seattle. Yes. Vancouver that it is so beautiful I just love it and I think that's where I you know want to get back to at some point because it's just well now you have a friend so you good. have a friend in the area so there you go 
I might have to go get my own boat and just live in that area. It sounds good. Uh, it, it, you know, it's nothing better than w waking up to a condo on the lake is what I what I call it. Oh my god! Yeah, actually, on the water. I'm actually crazy. in the ocean. I'm actually in salt water, so it's it's called uh, Shill Show. It's in the Seattle area, so I'm in salt oh water. Oh my god, that is so cool! Like I, I don't know how people could think that's cr crazy in a good way. It's like it's like how I, I would love that. Well, like that, you know, it, it's so like cool. living in a tiny house. And some people, some of my friends that have come here, they're like, I could never do this. And I'm like, well, you don't have to. <laughs> exactly. But it sounds incredible. It is. So, it's no, a lot I love of fun. it. I love it. Yeah. Thank you for fun. sharing. No, yeah. thank you for sharing all of that. And and finally, just before I forget, um, for any uh, for our listeners, and we'll put this in the notes when we release the episode, but um, where, where can people go to find out more about you? Uh, the easiest place is my website, patricialove.com, or please go to Instagram, Coach Patricia Love, and follow me. I'd love to uh, connect. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for making the time. I'm, I'm going to come visit you on your boat when I'm next down in that area. And uh, yeah, I love this chat. Really, really love everything you're doing. And thanks yeah, again for making the time. Oh, thank you very much for the opportunity, Nick. I appreciate it. Thanks so much. Thanks to Patricia Love for joining me today for Move Your Mind. If you'd like to learn more, you can go to moveyourmind.me or you can purchase the Move Your Mind book at nickbrax.com book. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com.